outside. We couldn't see it from our vantage point. Wrestling fans, and welcome to our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast special, Mount Rushmore and Death Valley of WrestleMania. With WrestleMania just days away, we are here to give you the four best and four worst in the WrestleMania canon. I am, as always, Jomrod, and with me is the one, the only Mr. WrestleMania, the showstopper, <laughs> the icon, Michael Quinn. How you doing there, Michael? Howdy doody. And Howdy WrestleMania duty. Happy WrestleMania. Yeah, man. Exciting times we have here on this special Thursday edition of our Vantage Point. Days away, Quinn. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania weekend starting up right around now. Yep. It's going to be an exciting time, and we'll have a special guest in just a moment here. But before we get to that, I just want to remind you guys, be sure to check us out on our normal Monday episode of our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. In this case, we'll be doing a WrestleMania recovery show with our good friend, Donnie Rizzo. He's returning. His option was renewed, Quinn. The one-year return (laughs) Donnie tradition of coming for WrestleMania (laughs) to watch it with us. That's absolutely right. And then uh, in the weeks following every single Monday, get your weekly dose of the romp through the world of retro wrestling as we talk about all sorts of crap. Yeah. It's fun. The usual. (laughs) Just check it out. And speaking of checking us out, you can reach us on Twitter if you haven't yet, at OVP Podcast. You can also go to a hot place, the Facebook group, Quinn. Yes, the Facebook group over at www.facebook.web.wrestlemania. WrestleMania. That's right. Yes. There's lots of hijinks there. It's fun. Yeah, you just got to search for us, our vantage point dash retro wrestling podcast. It's very easy. Yep. And uh, if you just want to get the rest of the stuff that we offer, just take a quick gander at ovppodcast.com. All sorts of goodies there. Yeah. Links to our Patreon if you wish to donate. This show is free, obviously. Of course. You didn't have to pay any coin for this. No coin at all. But, Quinn, um, we have some Canadian currency joining us because on the line with us is someone who we have had many times on the show. We are proud to welcome him back, and we want to shout out his audience. Hello, Blog of Doom, if you guys are listening. But we have, Quinn, a published author, a pundit, a big Zeus fan, a very nice man. He is the Sultan of Saskatoon, the pride of the prairie, the prince of the poutine, Mr. Scott Keith. How you doing there, Scott? I would like to point out that the Patreon contribution from myself is in American dollars, not <laughs> Why, thank you. And a patron. Appreciate that. How you doing, Scott? What's going on, man? I'm doing good. Good. I'm actually uh, surprisingly hyped for WrestleMania, I have to say. It's uh, yeah. put together a bunch of good looking matches over uh, seven hours or whatever it is, and that keeps me happy. <laughs> Eventually, WrestleMania is just going to start the Saturday before. I've, I've had people, you know, writing in suggesting that they break it up over two days and, and stuff. It's just like, why? Why would you even give them that kind of ideas? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this is Vince McMahon we're talking about. Yeah, I know. Like, don't you know anything about physics about how water always, you know, fills the level that you leave it at? You know, and it's just like that's what's going to happen. They're going to stretch and split it over two days, and Vince is going to be like, oh, well, that, then we can do seven hours one day and seven hours the next day. <laughs> Think of all the Roman Reigns matches. <laughs> hey, uh, Scott, when, when you're not, uh, you know, eating your poutine, when you're not wandering the prairie out there in Canada, where can people find you? Well, of course, they can find me at blogofdoom.com. But keeping with the retro theme now, uh, in fact, I was able to buy back the rights to Ransylvania.com. Yay! Oh, really? Wow, wow, that's exciting. So that actually redirects at the moment to Blog of Doom uh, as well, if, if you want to go there. Awesome. After many years of, uh, of annoyance and heartbreak waiting for it to become available again, that was wonderful. 
Awesome. Uh, yeah, you can also, of course, find me at uh, sportingnews.com. Uh, I do column on typically on Mondays called Monday Night Wrong, where I discuss the terrible <laughs> things of wrestling. And uh, Wednesdays, I usually do a list of some sort. The one, as we're listening now, there should be one published, in fact, based on this very show. And I believe yesterday there should have been one published uh, covering the five greatest entrances in WrestleMania history as well. Good stuff coming up on the website for the Sporting News. Awesome. Nice. Well, like I mentioned, guys, we are here to do the Mount Rushmore and Death Valley of WrestleMania. I want to ask a couple of questions here before we get started. Now, obviously, the Mount Rushmore, if you're new around here, folks, is the four best. There's four spots on the real Mount Rushmore, and there's only four spots in the wrestling Mount Rushmore. But also, we toss four things down into Death Valley afterwards, the four of the worst. But I want to ask you, Scott Keith, what makes a good WrestleMania? Uh, if they can keep it under eight hours, that's worse than <laughs> That's a good point. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be great up and down the card. I feel like if it has a great main event and entertaining matches throughout and enough going on where I don't feel like I'm, I'm terribly bored for, you know, chunks of hours at a time, I, I feel like that ends up being a good WrestleMania. I'm still a wrestling fan at heart, no matter how cynical I am. And, you know, I just, I just want to be entertained, right? And, I, and you know, WrestleMania is my, my Christmas. I totally understand. Quinn, what about you? What to you makes a good WrestleMania? The big thing for me is memorable. I think that's the big word for WrestleMania. Something that uh, stands out in my head. That, to me, is a job well done for WrestleMania. Okay. Because a lot of them, there's so many of them now. Yeah, no shit. And a lot can just be, you know, whatever. They might not even be bad. They just, like, yeah, that happened. Middling. Yeah. I, I tend to agree with both of you, actually. Those are both great points, and I think that helps establish our criteria here for the Rushmore and for the Death Valley. You know, in order to be considered maybe one of the all-time great WrestleManias, you have a great main event, it holds your attention, you have some good matches, some memorable things happen, yeah. and obviously when we get to the Death Valley portion later, the inverse would be true. There's not a good main event. Nothing really important happens. And with that in mind, as we've established our criteria, I want to uh, yield to our guest here. Scott Keith, for your pick... Throw something on the table. What do you think could qualify for the Rushmore of WrestleMania? Oh, well, I mean, was, uh, I, I would have to say, even after all these years, that uh, we'd have to throw, even though it doesn't qualify for the great main event part, I mean, WrestleMania 3 was such a huge part of everybody's childhood listening, I'm sure, and such a shaping thing as a wrestling fan that I... No, I'm not, I'm not saying that's number one on the Mount Rushmore list, but it's the first one I think of when I think of a, a great WrestleMania, I'd say. I would agree with you. I think it is, fits the classical definition of a WrestleMania. Quinn? Yeah, um, no doubt about it. As far as the memories and the moments, it's up there for me. It's it's one I always go back to. It's one I think about when I think of the word WrestleMania. Yeah. It's a unique moment in time. It's, to me, when the WWE comes, or WWF at the time, comes of age, I guess. Like, like the modern, yeah. what we think of WrestleMania. Yeah. Right. It always stands out, and I think it's a strong contender, definitely. I know on a technical level, obviously, like, match quality and stuff. But it does have Savage Steamboat. But it, yeah, it does yes. have Savage Steamboat, but it has also, like, Nikolai Volkov and Sheik. Iron Sheik against, against uh, Killer Bees, Bees or whatever, yeah. yeah. Brambler, you are another f***ing son of a bitch. No good lowlife. It's got a lot of, of its time, you know, yeah. to, if you're for using the Dave Meltzer match rating scale, you know, two star matches, three star match, mm -hmm. you know, star matches, uh, and that's all well and good. 
but the big feel, the great commentary, the uniqueness. There had never been a televised WWF show like that since Shea Stadium. And even that, I'd say, pales in comparison. That blows it out of the water size-wise, yeah. I mean, the fact that people are still arguing about the attendance today shows you. Yeah, Yeah, you could do a whole hour on just the attendance alone and Zane Bresloff and Dave Meltzer and all that shit. (laughs) So that's a great volley. Quinn, why don't you throw one on the table as well? One for me, and again, not in the match quality department or anything like that, but it's just one that just stands out, and we call it an old friend, Joe, WrestleMania Six. I love it. The moments there, Joe, and the the main event, the two titles on the line. Another definition of a main event. Right. To me, a main event never felt any bigger than that, because in my kid brain, I was like, Whoa, the champions are fine. I know that's, I know it was more about Hogan and Warrior, but it stood out to me that you got on the cover two guys wearing championship belts, sure. staring each other down, and only one champion's going to survive. Yeah. But other memorable moments like the wave in the crowd and, and the interviews, <laughs> yeah. like Brutus the Barber Beefcake, what are sure. you doing? Brutus the Barber Beefcake, what are you doing? Fantastic commentary. Mary from Tyler Gorilla. Moore being like, she doesn't understand what's going on. <laughs> Like, just uh, the Miss Elizabeth Rona Barrett interview. Oh, Rona. What about Demolition 3 Peting? Mm-hmm. I, I find for that match, the, the most memorable thing was uh, part of my entrance thing, actually, I'm going to be in there too, is uh, Andre the Giant, uh, you know, making his exit from there, throwing Bobby Heenan Haku off the, the ramp so he can he can take the ride back by himself. Yeah, right? yeah definitely. Classic riding out in all his glory. Yeah, exactly. Literally riding into the sunset. And look at the ovation for Andre the Giant. Would you guys say that that, I don't know why, but that one is the best on the moments? Oh, I don't know. I mean, as far as the classic ones, it's got a lot of memorable things. Yeah, sure. it might be one of the more memorable ones in a scale of memorable, I guess. Yeah. Scott, any, any other comments on WrestleMania 6? That was the first WrestleMania I ever saw by myself, actually. My, uh, my dad didn't want to sit through, you know, take the trek to go see it at the uh, Edmonton Northlands Coliseum. So I uh, ended up taking the bus out of high, in high school and went to go see it by myself. Wow. Uh, yeah, that was that was a big thing for me. Yeah. So uh, it's really amazing to me looking back on that one now, like going through the observers with current perspective. Because, I mean, at the time, I had no idea who was going to win that, uh, that match between Warrior and Hogan, right? Like this was like major point of contention among you know, sure. my wrestling yeah, yeah. fans in high school, right? And, uh, you know, like, but you're reading through the, the, the coverage of it now, the observers that was going through at the time, and it's basically a foregone conclusion that Warrior was winning. Like, there was no, no chance at all Hogan was, was winning that match. He's leaving, you know, everybody knows he's leaving for Hollywood. It was a weird perspective because, yeah, I mean, like, that was, uh, people, it was legitimately, people had no idea who was, who was walking out. Like, nobody thought that Hogan was going to lose to the Warrior. I mean, like, it was, <laughs> it was crazy. We'd, you know, been sat through, you know, six years of, Hogan putting everybody down with a big boot and the leg drop. So it's you know kind of it was such an inexplicable moment that we saw it that it made it all the more memorable that you know that it went down like that. And of course Hogan made the, the moment about himself. So I mean it was memorable <laughs> in that way as well. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a show that was not even necessarily about the great matches or anything like that. But there was there was so many fantastically memorable moments. Like like I say like the the Andre babyface turn. I just like yeah. Andre was was somebody I didn't really have the, as much appreciation at the time because when I started to become a wrestling fan, he was, of course, very much on the downside of his career uh, with the heel turn as Hogan. And it's like, the more I watch this, 
in Mid South and like the older the MSG shows and like that. It's just what a fantastic performer it was, and I I I really wish that I would have been able to properly appreciate him, and uh, I would have taken a lot more out of that match. I think uh, had I seen all the stuff that I've seen now with Andre and realized, you know, what a what a great guy he was, basically. Like what a fantastic professional wrestler. You know, like what else can you say about him? Yeah, he's great. Absolutely. One of his kind. Never going to be another Andre. Also, uh, you know, another great thing overall about that match is it's really the last ride for Demolition. Yeah, unfortunately, as I always say. Yeah, they turned heel shortly after, got added the music. Fuji, got rid of Axe, and added really bad music. They weren't even supposed to be in that slot. I mean, it was it was intended for the Heart Foundation all along, and they just kept getting getting pushed back mm. and pushed back. So that's kind of the, that's that's what it was supposed to be and doing. And then and yeah, Vince, I guess, wanted to try to cash in on Demolition one last time. And of course, his Legion of Doom was coming soon, and you know, it wanted. Yeah, so he gave it a try. And I don't, I don't really think it worked. I think it's, I think it kind of hurt their legacy in the end, to be honest. But I mean, like you know, it, it, they got three beats, so that was that was impressive. Which even they though did. it doesn't mean anything in these days of you know the Usos being seventeen time champions right, or whatever. Right, it's, yeah, but I guess it means more back then, you know. Yes, and, then, and, and three yeah. reigns in the eighties mean like seventeen reigns yeah, now. Right. So. Yeah, it's like how you have to adjust for inflation with movies. Right. right? So, yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, I'm going to throw uh, one of my picks on the table here before we start, you know, throw more out there and then eventually we'll narrow down. I want to present to you one that I feel like flies under the radar in terms of classic good WrestleManias. And it one main reason is because of its main event, which is actually a good wrestling match, but I guess some of the hokiness and controversy surrounding it. But it also has one of the most perfect angles of all time in a WrestleMania. And I'm talking about WrestleMania 7 from 1991. Really? Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to give you my brief, you know, reasoning for that. Okay. Uh, Savage Warrior is one of my favorite angles of all time. Quinn and I just discussed that okay. on episode number 76. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, excellent angle. Yes. Everybody knows where I stand on that one. Yes. So. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. One of the best things, you know, it can be Shakespeare, as you once said, Scott. Okay, yeah. <laughs> But not only that, it's the last of the classic style WrestleManias. And, and what I mean is you've got like 12, 13 matches. And of course, most of them don't matter. But <laughs> yeah. one of the great things is you get to see a little bit of everybody. Yeah, you get to see huh. the whole card. You get whole to see roster. the whole card. It's got very fun, stupid celebrity appearances. Well, to be perfectly honest, Gene, I'm excited. Who cares? It's got great commentary, mainly from Grill and Bobby, a hot opener with Barbarian and mm-hmm. Haku versus Michaels and Janetti. It's got a very good wrestled main event, even though it's, you know, slaughter, but no, I think it's a great main good. event. I thought actually, it was a yeah. great main event. I think it's good. It, you know, it's a Hogan match. What do you <laughs> It's a good Hogan yeah, match. Yeah, it's a decent though. Hogan match. Mm-hmm. So overall, it's just one of my sentimental favorites. And again, not not necessarily in terms of match quality, but top to bottom, it's a fun show. It doesn't feel like a chore to get through for me anyway. Never, never. Uh, yeah. Even a good Warlord Bulldog match. Agreed. Definitely, <laughs> that saying. match is under the radar big time. And that youngster Macaulay Culkin is in the crowd <laughs> for that. That youngster is certainly enthroned here. He doesn't want to be home along with the Nasty Boys, I'll tell you that. So that's uh, that's one of mine. Scott, why don't you throw another one at us as we'll keep putting a few on the table here. Well, okay, I, I guess I'll I have to go with the elephant in the room and uh, be the one to throw WrestleMania X7 as the, yep, uh, yep. I mean, which literally has everything. Like, that is the quintessential perfect wrestling card, not even WrestleMania. But, like, it's much like, I, I guess, New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom shows now, um, yeah. where it's very much as Vince's circus mentality in the best way. There's something for everybody. You have... Fantastic Rock Austin main event. So you have the great main event on top. But besides that, if you want a little bit of nostalgic freak show, you have the, the, the gimmick battle royal. 
That's in there. Uh, You want the car crash tag team match? Well, you got the three-way ladder match. That was TLC 2, wasn't it? Yep. It was one of the TLC. Anyway, I can't, I can't keep track of it. Anyway, yeah, that was one of the TLC matches. Uh, so you have that in there. Uh, you have the, the classic wrestling match between Ben and Kurt Angle. That very, they just yeah, threw very good threw match. In the middle yeah. of nowhere. And they just, they're just like, okay, we'll just go out and have a four and a half star match. And, you know, like, sure, no problem. Right. We'll do that. <laughs> and, you know, if you want your, uh, your garbagey hardcore match with all the crazy angles behind it, well, then, you know, you got Vince McMahon against Shane McMahon going out there and having a surprisingly awesome match and mm-hmm. tearing the house down. God, like great moment after great moment on that one. It's it's one of the few cards that I would call basically flawless from start to finish, except with one glaring exception being the uh, women's title match. Yes, yep. yes, yes. It's the ivory thing. Ugh. But it was the end of Right to Censor. It so was. That, there's there's a good, that. There's... We don't have to hear that music anymore after that. <laughs> it was also the end of China. So I guess that's also a bonus. But True. Yeah, yeah no, it was. Had good consequences. Yeah, good consequences. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't think that'll ever be touched as far as quality of WrestleMania or you know, it's literally the best pay per view I've I've ever seen in my life. I'm with you. I, I agree. I have yeah. nothing to dispute that, Quinn. You've long said, probably for the last 17 years, that that's the best WrestleMania you've ever seen. You want to just uh, give a brief synopsis of why? Simply because, like Scott said, it does everything. The thing that still stands out, the memories portion and just the the thing that I love so much about it is really that main event. The Rock-Austin match is, to me, one of the finest matches in the Attitude Era you'll find. Uh, not only the finest match in the Attitude Era, but I mean, if you really want to put another layer onto the show on top of all the other ones, you could say it is literally the cutting off point where it is the end of the Attitude Era. Yeah, right. Like, that's it. That's all Steve Austin turns heel. Boom. There you go. Draw the line in the sand right there. That's yeah. Everything past that is is all downhill. Yep. And it's not only just that about that match. It's got the brawling and the wrestling and everything. But I also really love the callbacks, the million dollar dream, the attempt to pin that way. Yeah. Um, Over and over again. Them doing each other's moves because they can't beat each other with their own moves. Sure. The the kicking out to like multiple finishes. I know a lot of people don't like kicking out to multiple finishes, but if there was ever a time to do that, (laughs) it's when you're blowing off an entire era of wrestling. Like That is the moment. Yeah. So you have that main event. But yeah, like the TLC, like there's so much going on there that sometimes you tend to forget that stuff even happened. You're like, I turn that show on sometimes and it's long, obviously. And sometimes I'm like, oh man, this happened at this. This is awesome. Like, like I know, like, isn't the opener like Jericho versus Regal in a pretty good match? Yeah, they're a good match there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that hardcore match. Raven, Big Show and Kane. Yeah. Yes. The whole and and because I'm Mr. Commentary, right? Yeah. Paul Heyman and JR. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. JR. Yeah. I don't think it's pathetic. I think it was a truthful statement. I didn't ask you to agree with it. Again, it, for the reason Scott said also, yep. I mean, like, it's probably the best WrestleMania. Well, one more, one more thing to add to that on the subject of Paul Heyman. Uh, the end of the Attitude Era, that was also the end of ECW as well, officially. And Paul Heyman comes up for commentary, and yes, my ECW mutant roommate finally had to concede that ECW, that last ECW pay-per-view is never coming. Who was that, Zen? Yeah, that was Zen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had been holding out. He was, he was like, shaking in a corner, like, he, <laughs> it's, it's coming. It's, it's coming. <laughs> April 2001, they can sell it out. They can oh, sell yeah. It. Yeah. So. Speaking of end of promotions, the WCW guys sitting in the, in the, in the sky skybox. Box. Yeah. In the skybox, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's the end of everything, basically. It is. As and we knew it at the time. I, I don't think, Scott Keith brought it up, thankfully, because it was the elephant in the room. 
there is no freaking way this is getting knocked off. I think we are all unanimous here, gentlemen, that this can be number one on Mount Rushmore. Yeah, most definitely. All right. For number one, everyone, WrestleMania X7. All right, Quinn, we have on the table anyway, three, six, and seven. Do you care to bring anything else or we want to get something else in there, Quinn? I want to bring one. Yeah, go ahead. I've talked about it at length before, but I just love it so much. Yes. It's newer. It's called WrestleMania 30. Ever hear of it? I love it. I love this WrestleMania and... I've rewatched it like I can never say that about new WrestleManias sure. like that. I would rewatch them, but there's not a lot of matches. There's some, sh- there's some long ones. There's some short ones, but it just, it's just right. Triple H and Brian is great. Right. Uh, that match is fantastic to open sh- it. The shield kicks the shit out of the outlaws and Kane or something. Yes. Which I love what I actually like about that. It It's almost like out with the old and in with the new, right? right? It's like, here's these guys that all three of these guys are going to be a big deal going forward. Mm-hmm. And they beat the shit out of all these guys from like the attitude era and stuff. <laughs> right, and it's yeah. like, perfect. Great. And it's only like a two minute match. It's like, that's, that's what it should be. We've never right. seen this. That two man being set up for triple That's power a that's hundred years of power bomb right there. There goes the attitude. Oh. And whether you think of the match or the booking, the moment of undertaker Brock, Right, the moment the of moment. Undertaker Brock. Um, I also have this card listed out. I mean, Cesaro winning the Battle Royal oh, was actually it. really fun. This is before we were jaded on what the Andre the Giant <laughs> Battle Royal would be. But yeah. at the time, it was like, whoa, like, they're going to push Cesaro? This is great. Like, yeah. It was a fantastic, memorable win it for was. him. It was very happy. Yeah, and Cena against Bray Wyatt was that whatever. It was whatever. Yeah. Um, the main event, of but course. But the main though. event is, to me, one of the happiest moments I'll ever have as a fan of wrestling. And especially of this decade. Of this decade, yeah. Yeah. You and I have talked about this a lot, Quinn. We haven't talked to Scott much. Scott, what do you think of that WrestleMania 30? Unfortunately, that one for me falls into the I'm I'm getting old and I just (laughs) I remember I remember the Brian moments, but I mean I just don't remember the rest of the show, to be honest. Like it's uh I don't know. I'm like overall as a show I remember enjoying it, but I don't know. It wasn't uh I I, for me it's not not in my my top picks. I I have two others that I would put above it, I'd say. Let me ask Scott, would you, <laughs> w- how could you forget, though, The Undertaker losing? That was a shocker. I mean, I, I remember The Undertaker losing, but I don't usually specifically remember which WrestleMania he lost on. I just, really? I don't, okay. I, I, yeah, I mean, I just don't associate it with the Daniel Bryan show. Like, when I think of WrestleMania 30, I just think of, you know, the Daniel, the, the, the Daniel Bryan show. That's, you know, the Triple H match and then the, the match at the end. And to be, and to be honest, I remember the moment at the end, but I don't really remember the match with Batista and Orton being particularly memorable on its own either. So, it wasn't. Like, so I mean, so that's what I mean for, for me, it's not, uh, it's not top shelf. I don't blame you, Scott, for not having too much of a remembrance of it. I think Quinn's atta- and mine attachment to it is at that time, Quinn and I had somehow managed to ride the wave of Daniel Bryan and get, I swear a dozen people in this house to watch this. I couldn't believe people wanted to see this that don't like wrestling. They were like, that Daniel Bryan guy, I care. He just struck a, a chord, no matter how long the chord sustained or not, you know, but it definitely hit upon a nerve. And we were in our late 20s at the time, which is not too much of a jump to now, but we were a little <laughs> younger. And 
everyone was a little younger and less roots, less strings attached. You know, right, it was like, right. let's watch the wrestling with yeah. Joe and Quinn. And, and they did. And was that the last one that we had to pay money on pay-per-view to watch it? I can't. No, I can't. that was the first that was one. The first network you- one. Oh, that was the first network one. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, this is, this is why I can't remember this stuff now because <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, like honestly, like it used to be, it was a big thing, right? It was like, holy shit, I gotta pay like 60 bucks to, to yeah. watch this. And, and now it's like, you know, whatever, nothing. I watch all the rest and I want all day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in a weird way, it was the beginning of an era that we're in right now. Yeah, definitely was. Uh, I'm going to give you guys another consideration here, and then I, we'll start, you know, I'm sure we'll start narrowing it down and getting down to the nitty gritty here. But I just want to throw uh, another one out there, and Quinn probably thinks I'm going to say 10 or 14, but I'm actually not going to say either. I'm actually going to give you one that, in my opinion, always gets overlooked, even by the WWE in their history of WrestleMania DVD. They gloss over it, and that's WrestleMania 8. Oh. Ah, yes. Good choice. Welcome to WrestleMania 8! components were there for Wrestlemania 8, but something didn't coagulate and as a result you had a so-so Wrestlemania Will you stop? Wrestlemania 8, here's why I love it guys, so not only do you have three prominent stars in Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart and Undertaker going over you know, mm-hmm. really getting big wins over three prominent 80 stars in Tito Santana, Roddy Piper and Jake Roberts mm. The Brett Piper match is awesome. Yes, it is. Love that Intercontinental title switch. The blood, mm-hmm. good wrestling. Piper jobs clean. Yeah, unbelievable, really. The awesome first half of the double main event of Savage Flair. Like, Savage is showing that he was going to freaking bring it. Flair getting his shine a little. The awesome angle surrounding it. Bobby Heenan adding to it. Oh, Gorilla yeah. and Bobby at that event. Mr. Perfect, even. Yep. Mr. Perfect spent as much time in the ring as Ric Flair did. You discuss that with them. I'm a broadcast journalist. You're a liar. I'm a financial consultant. You're a liar. And I'm going to sit here and do my job like the gentleman I am. You're a liar. And if you don't like it, you can get out of here and you can You're turn a liar. your and your headset. You know what you can do with it. Because what? you're not going to get me upset. You're all upset. You understand that right now? You're not going to get me upset. Don't jump. It's a long way down. Put him up. And not only that, the atmosphere evokes, you know, memories of the Silver Dome. Yes, it does. Hogan Sid is whatever. It's like it, you can watch it and not be too upset. It's not yeah, it's good, fine. but, you know, Ultimate Warrior comes back. Yeah, that and uh, Papa Shango yeah. debuts almost <laughs> practically. <laughs> but overall, in terms of a WrestleMania, it's shorter on the matches. It was the first one to be shorter on the matches. And remember I was saying about seven had like 12 matches. Yeah. Eight has, I think seven or eight matches. It's a more yeah. modern yeah. type of way of doing it. They didn't have to cut it for Coliseum video. There was a manageable length. Yeah. <laughs> Great look. And overall, I really like it. Scott, what are your thoughts on eight? Oh yeah. I love eight. Uh, yeah. The, the, the length of it was nice because the cable companies were tired of Vince, uh, Going over over length with everything all the time, and yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he no longer had the leverage to just put on a fourteen hour pay per view like he <laughs> like he had been doing, right? So yeah, they they told him two hours and forty minutes of satellite time, and that's that's what he kept doing. God bless him for that. It actually worked out very well that way. Yeah, I think, it did. Uh, great you know, job. He discovered the perfect length for a pay per view, so that was great. Uh, yeah, no, it was a uh, that was an absolutely fantastic show. Uh, yeah, Savage against Ric Flair was you know one of one of the favorite moments that I have, you know, especially like say, Ric Flair going after Elizabeth and, uh, mm. you know, Savage turning back into the, the raving jealous maniac, but you know, mm-hmm. for the force of good this time rather than the forces of evil, uh, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, the, the Bret Hart match is, uh, is another one that's, you know, long stuck in my mind. Shawn Michaels, you know, starting to ascend up the card before our very eyes, which is which actually I thought was going to be 
uh, a much more competitive match than it really was. Like it, you know, it was, it was pretty quick. Shawn Michaels yeah. win at the time. I thought, oh man, you know, like Tito Santana is going to give him give him trouble, and it turned, <laughs> and, he, and it didn't, right? And yeah, Shawn yeah. and and Shawn was becoming a big star, and Undertaker destroying Jake Roberts, which yeah. is super memorable. I mean, like you know, Jake Roberts came in and he just got his ass handed to him by the Undertaker, and that was a pretty big exclamation point on the on the part of you know Undertaker's career. And yeah, Legion of Doom came out and cut the most pointless promo of all time. <laughs> like nobody had any idea what the hell they were talking about. And uh, yeah, with Paul Ellering, yeah, and Rocco, with Paul Ellering, no, and no Rocco, no, oh, now Rocco, Rocco yeah, later, that was but, the other, yeah, it's that different. Was the, that was the SummerSlam yeah. one when they were on the pedestal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Paul <laughs> Ellering rambled, you know, I am the bad apple or yeah, something like that. Yeah, okay, never mind. I am the bad apple. Who cares? Owen Harpeet Skinner. Oh, and Heartbeat Skinner. There you go. Yes. Tonka <laughs> made his WrestleMania debut and beat Rick Martel. Yeah. So uh, it was a very memorable show. Certainly people are not arguing about the attendance about that one as much as they are about the, the Silverdome show. That's for yeah. sure. And maybe, maybe in the in the sense of, no, the attendance was this low. No, it was this yeah. low. <laughs> one of the, the first instances of, yes, uh, of Gorilla Monsoon uh, claiming that traffic was very backed up and <laughs> all the people hadn't arrived yet in, yes. in the show, which is kind of sad for WrestleMania. But uh I think any show like that that has two has a you know a main event that uh, that a great main one great main event in the form of the Savage Flare match that people are still talking about to this day um, as far as that and like you know the you know oh it was originally supposed to be Hogan versus Flair and we can get into that whole discussion but <laughs> obviously the Hogan match ended up being memorable as well which is another mm-hmm. consideration even though it was a god awful main event but like hey, yeah, right. War- yeah I agree yeah you know it had the Warrior run in at the end so at least it had had that aspect of it. So yes, uh, eight, eight is definitely one of my favorites. I, I don't know if I could put it on Mount Rushmore, but I would certainly, I, I would certainly say it's up for debate for sure. All right. What else do you think could get on to Rushmore, Scott? Well, I mean, I have two more, like I said, that I would put above 30 uh, off top of my head and both are yeah. of course, mul- multiples of 10. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, so I would throw, might as well throw both of them on. I would throw WrestleMania 10 and WrestleMania 20 on there. The, the two fantastic Madison square garden shows, uh, yeah. WrestleMania 10, of course, uh, a classic show for for many reasons. Two of the greatest matches in the history of wrestling were featured on it. <laughs> Joe is right. clapping. I'm He's very excited. Yes, yes. The greatest open, opening match in uh, pay per view history in the form of Bret Hart versus Owen Hart. Uh, the latter match, which defined an entire style that people are still ripping off and, and living up to today. Mister Perfect's refereeing job. It's yes. fun. Yep. You don't put your hands on an official. I mean, <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's, you know, it's right. Yeah, he's supposed to be, he's supposed to be a heel, but Lex Luger was a jackass. You don't put your dad <laughs> in an official, right? Yeah. So, hey, you know, great. Good on him. Uh, unfortunately, it has two Yokozuna matches, but I mean, like, you know, the, the main event with Bret Hart winning was a huge apology, basically, to the, the fans for screwing him over for the, the past year, basically. Um, so, yeah, it's one of my, my favorite ones. And uh, I think it's one of the most memorable WrestleManias of all time, I would say. I agree with you, Quinn. For WrestleMania 10, yeah, I think it's definitely up there. The unfortunate side effect of WrestleMania 10 is that people tend to believe that 1994 was a fantastic year for some reason. It's not. Uh, really? Yeah, well, they put WrestleMania 10 as like the boilerplate for that year or something. There's two really good pay-per-views in 94, and it's 10 and SummerSlam 94 are both right. really good. And, and SummerSlam gets by on its uh, Brett Owen match right. and Razor Diesel. Right. As far as WrestleMania 10 is concerned, I agree with all the points Scott made. And of course, we've talked at length about 10. Yeah, I mean, the ladder match yeah, is, and, is historic. And Brett Owen. One of the finest matches you'll find at a WrestleMania period. Period. 
you don't get much better than that. It's the perfect length. Yeah. There's never a point in that match where I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And also, it's got memorable moments, particularly for me, is Owen Hart cutting his promo at the end. Brother, <laughs> I beat you while he's got yep. spew on the side of his cheek. <laughs> yeah. Brother, I beat you. I said it all along. Now I am the best there is, the best there was, and I am going to be the best there ever will be, brother. There's something on my face. I like the unique Oops. aspect of the main event because of the result of the Royal Rumble. I think yes. that stands out with that show and Jack it doesn't Tony, get enough yeah. credit how it has it's it's suspenseful because of that. Yes. It, it, it makes you Thank you're you're thinking on your feet like how's this going to go down because well what if Lex Luger wins then he's got to fight Brett. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're watching yep. this show for the first time, yeah. You're approaching it, you're thinking of all these different angles that this yeah. can go because of this like double main event thing. I just want to once again make the point of why Bret Hart and Owen Hart are fantastic professional wrestlers and why that was one of the greatest matches of all time. Go ahead. So not only is not only is it a great match, but they're walking a emotional tightrope with, with that match with the people and holding them in the palm of their hand. Because what you have, the dynamic of the match, is Owen Hart is his is Bret Hart's little brother. The whole idea of the match is Owen Hart is the heel. And Bret Hart is the older brother who had traditionally been protecting them. And so Bret Hart has to go in there and beat up his little brother in Madison Square Garden and get cheered for it. And he pulls it off because Owen Hart is such an annoying, whiny little <laughs> mother, you know, like, and, <laughs> and it works. And it's astonishing because that dynamic should not work at all. You know, Owen Hart should get sympathy going out there and get pounded on by his older brother. And he doesn't. And he manages to keep the crowd booing him the whole way and wanting to see him lose. And then, of course, he turns around and, and wins and people still boo him. Like, he does not get cheered for getting the, the big underdog win, right? People still yep. hate him. And that's an amazing feat. Like, on a technical level, that is, like, some that's some high-level wrestling shit, you know? Like, that's, like, <laughs> yeah. that's like master-level stuff. Like, that Bret Hart, he's a hell of a wrestler, let me tell you. I, <laughs> he is, man. You know, what, what's funny to your point there, Scott, is the following year, no, no, uh, nothing against Shawn Michaels here, but Shawn Michaels would prove the opposite of that concept. Exactly, yes. The heel, Shawn Michaels, garnered so much sympathy for the way he was bumping around for the big nasty Diesel. Right. And to the point where, if I'm not mistaken, Scott, Diesel got booed towards the end of that match, right? Yeah, we'll discuss that one later. But uh, yeah, Yay, that's, yeah, yeah, all right. Well, <laughs> that will that WrestleMania will have to come up. So before we move on to talking about 20, because I, I, I agree. Can anything knock 10 off? Are we safe to put 10 in? I think I'm safe on it. Well, here's the thing with 10. I just want to leave it to the side personally. Yeah. We run into this thing with Rushmore all the time where there's only four spots, right? And I kind of want to table 10 till we can compare it properly to the others once we start lining them up. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Scott, you want to make a case for 20? 20 I love as well. 20 now runs into the problem. However, I, I will say that it is long. Yes. Uh, so now that's that, that's one of the ones that gets into the four hour era. There's a lot of stuff in there that's that's filler. But let me throw some stuff in there. The main event is fantastic. The probably the best three match that I've mm. I've ever seen. Yeah. So, I, I can only remember two of the guys for some reason. I don't yeah. know. I, the third one. I, I don't know. Ah, the other guy. That's my memory. Yeah. yeah I it like, so some some mystery man. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it's got a fantastic main event. Uh, it does have lots of memorable moments, like the return of the Undertaker back as the undertaker instead yeah. of whatever god awful midlife crisis bullshit that he's <laughs> for that that was cool that was cool it has the the fantastic trish stratus heel turn mm-hmm. oh yes i forget yes. about that that yeah, was great see, yeah see, that was great yeah the whole the whole christian chris jericho yep. you know you know toonie storyline stuff like that yeah that was uh 
that was fantastic. Uh, John Cena starts ascending main event, yep. beats the Big Show clean for the you know for the U.S. title in the opener. It was a weird spot for him at the time, but you know that was it was the start of big stuff for him. Yep. So you know that was great. Uh, it has, of course, the greatest car wreck in wrestling history with the <laughs> Brock Lesnar match, which I've talked about at length. Love how bad it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, Ultimo Dragon coming out and tripping in his big moment and. So, you know, poor guy. I like to remember that. Rock and Sock Connection? Yeah. That was memorable, yeah. So, it wasn't necessarily all of the great matches in it, but there was, you know, just such a series of memorable moments that came out of it. And just like the the Madison Square Garden crowd, uh, the last time, I think, that they had the on-camera entrance. The traditional entrance, yeah. Which I really really miss. I like like arenas that look different. Me too. Me too, yeah. I love that. That's, to us, we're from the area, so that's like our home arena. That's America, America, so. man. Yeah, I mean, that's so. 45 minutes away. Oh, I mean, and of course, Eddie Guerrero and Kurt Angle have another fantastic match in that, mm-hmm. you know, one-two punch in the events. However, there is a lot of uh, flotsam and jetsam on the show, you know, like the multi-man tag team matches, like are the same way they're clogging up the cards. Eating space. <laughs> Eating space with, you know, Kate and Jindrak and all those geeks. Ugh, yeah. Jindra. Yeah, they're like the, the era when Rikishi and Scotty Tuhati were tag team champions. Uh, I see Bashams on this card, too. The Bashams in there, that's right. Yeah, so, I mean, there was a lot of filler on there. It, it wasn't all super memorable, but I think uh, I think enough of it was that I it deserved at least consideration. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I would say also, if it wasn't pointed out prior, but the, the John Cena's coming of age yeah, is, yeah. Is, is, is a seminal moment and why this show probably stands out in the history well, that, that iconic fu that he gave to yeah. the big show yeah. yeah it also it also blows my mind that there was a point when when people were wondering if john cena was going to be able to break through the glass ceiling and become a big star or not and if, if it's what allowed you know it's just it's crazy like you know it's just, right people people used to think they're they're like oh man that they should push that john cena guy more you know like he's yeah. got potential you know like what a world I know. And it's a testament to Cena. I mean, he really has had a remarkable career. And that was his first real, real, real showcase on a huge level. All right, guys. So I'm going to remind everyone, you folks at home and, and, and the three of us here, what we have on the table. Okay. And then I'll throw to sure. you, Quinn, to see if you want to add anything else. Okay. I am personally out of things to add. Uh, so here's what we have. Three, six, seven, eight, twenty, thirty. And ten. I have nothing else to add. Those represent everything. I would agree with Quinn. Anything else? Um, nothing I can particularly highlight. I mean, the only one that's on the line possibly is fourteen, but really that's just because of its yeah, what, like the beginning what, of the attitude mean, era, what it means to the company and yeah. the, the era in general. But I don't think I don't think so I would either. want to put it on Rushmore. No, I don't. I wouldn't either. Scott, do you have anything else you want to consider? Or are we good to narrow down now? 14 was a really good show that was a turning point for the company and made a yep. bazillion dollars, but it was just like a series of three-star matches up and down the show. There was nothing really stands out as a, as a great WrestleMania on it. It was a really good WrestleMania, but yeah, I wouldn't put it on there. Um, WrestleMania X8, maybe, mm, yeah. but... Triple H Jericho hurts that. Yeah. It feels like X7 Part 2, if yep. we could add some more matches yeah, to it. Yeah, exactly. It's got Hogan Rock. But it's got I mean, Hogan Rock, but that's that's about it. It's also got yeah. sha- it's got Booker T and Edge fighting for shampoo, so that might be it all that. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that angle yes. recently until Joe brought it yeah. up, like for like worst Japanese angles or shampoo something. Shampoo commercial, yeah. yes. Yep. <laughs> well, then I'm going to go ahead and 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 we have seven on the table. We have to narrow that down to three. So I'm going to start throwing this out there. Out of the following guys, we have three, 
6, 7, 8, 10, 20, and 30. Which is the weakest? I'm going to say, as much as I hate to, I'm actually going to say 30 is the weakest. You think, huh? Yeah, I, I, I do. I personally, and I love the show, and this is nothing against it, I actually think 20 is the weakest out of them. Okay. Because I think there's more filler in there than, say, a 30. 30's got, like, two filler matches. It's a it's a compact card. It's got its moments. I okay. think it, it, it ranks above 20, in, in my op- humble opinion. Very humble. Yes. Mm. Scott, any thoughts on what the weakest is out of this group here? How many of them have Sergeant Slaughter in the main event? Ah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Oh, 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 just seven. Okay, there you go. That's the weakest. Okay, so we all are, we have disparate opinions here. Then I'm going to I'm gonna flip the question here. Can anything knock WrestleMania 3 out of this? Yeah, I think 3 is a definite. I also really think 6 is a definite, See, to I be think, honest with you. Okay, but. I think 3 is better than 6. Even though I love 6, I think yeah. 3 trumps 6. Scott, what do you think? Yeah, I will fight you if you try to remove three from there, but six, I can be swayed. So, okay. yeah. Does six, does six have Hulk Hogan literally slamming a 700-pound man two days before he died? <laughs> no, yeah. it does not. <laughs> I wrestled Andre the Giant with these boots on, and then a couple days later, he passed on. Let's put WrestleMania 3 on, because I think we all agree now. Yes. Nothing will knock that off. So, <laughs> so for number two, WrestleMania 3. <laughs> All right. Well, then between six and seven, we know where Scott Keith stands because of the Sergeant Slaughter issue. Quinn, between six and seven? Six. Six all the way. All right. I'll take seven off. I'm going to fight for ten. I don't think anything should get ten off of here. No, I don't think so. I would say eight is also borderline. Like, there's a lot of great stuff on it, but I think overall as a show. mm. Yeah. It's memorable, though. I wouldn't want to put it as a top four, to be honest. But it it was certainly memorable. I'm not a heartless person. I can I can allow that point of view, but I just feel like if you're pitching six, then yeah, you would choose six over eight. I would choose six over eight. Yeah. Quinn, six over eight any day too. Yeah, all right. I, you know where I stand with yeah. six. I, I'm with you also. I, I love I love eight, but okay. But we do agree that nothing will knock ten off. I think so, Scott. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. That was one of the first shows I I, I remember watching on on pay per view and just coming away like wanting to pick up the phone and call my friends and talking about it afterwards. So that's right. So 10 is it. All right. Okay. 10. So we are in agreement folks that for number three, WrestleMania 10. All right. While well, we're down to the nitty and the gritty, we have, this is where it gets interesting. Six, 20 mm. and 30, 30, 30 or 20. Cause I mean, I know it's going to have to come down to one Wait, of those. Six isn't on yet. No, we just put 10 on. Oh, man. I thought we put... Oh, yeah. oh man. Uh, 17, 3, so and 10 are there, yeah. Yep, 17, 3, and 10. We have 6, 20, and 30. As much as I like 30, I have to put 6. Because, I mean, come on. All right. Is, is anything going to knock 6 of that li- off that list? What is Mr. Scott Keith? I know Scott's not worried about 30, so... Yeah. 6 or 20, Scott's Scooter. Scott's the anti-30. Well, uh, which one took place in Canada? <laughs> oh, not fair. That's right. That's right. That's right. I'm pulling Canada. <laughs> well, I mean, you are the guest. Yes. Yeah. Listen, Quinn, you and I, as much as we loved 30 in its moment, and it probably will hold up as a good WrestleMania. I really think 30, to defend it here while it's on the ledge this of is your last stand. This is your last stand. <laughs> to defend it, I really think that in 10 years from now, it will be 
up there in like the pantheon of WrestleMania. I, yeah, maybe. I. It is so good. I got three choices. I can. I if, if you if you want to fight that much for thirty, I can be swayed. I can't. The problem is. <laughs> oh, see, there you go. Hey, there you go. I was gonna let it, but Joe, but Joe's not. So yeah. Yeah. So the problem is, is that we didn't put six on earlier. Right. If six hey, like, was in already, agreed. I would. Yeah, I know. You turned if your six, keys, man. If six was in already, I'd be like, I'd be fighting hard for thirty right now. But I can't mm. throw off anything that includes like a Rona Barrett interview. Or, <laughs> That's uh, the criteria, or, folks. Elizabeth, we've missed you. Where have you been? You haven't nearly been as active in the World Wrestling Federation, and. Um, you seem to have disappeared altogether from ringside. What happened? I don't know. Or like confused uh, Mary, Mary Richards. And, the, it's the best of yeah. theatrics in ballet. Or uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. What are you doing in three peats <laughs> and like model Martel music? Mustard hitting, on the lapels. Mustard. Tito Santana's bump for the barbarian. Come on. There yes. you go. That's the top right there. Spent a lot of money. 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 Yeah. And don't forget that Axel. Yeah, oh, that Axel, yeah. Jess. Axel Rose, yeah. I'm, I'm not familiar with Axel Rose, Jeff. From Guns N' Roses. Oh, Guns N' Roses, okay, that Axel. I can't knock that off. And Quinn, plus it took place in Canada. Yeah. And Canada is a very friendly country. Right. It's true. <laughs> all right, so for, I'm fine with six. I'll put six yeah, on six, all day. Six, definitely six. Scott, you good? I'm good. All right, so for number four, WrestleMania six. <laughs> Well, to recap, we have WrestleMania X7, WrestleMania 3, WrestleMania 10, the surprising entry yeah. here. I, I was surprised. And WrestleMania 6, that is our Mount Rushmore of WrestleManias. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we will give you our Death Valley, the worst of the worst. Back after this. What's the absolute hottest ticket in town? It's Hot Ticket, the latest in pay-per-view sports entertainment excitement. Now on Hot Ticket, WrestleMania's history and heroes. From the very first WrestleMania, high-stepping into Madison Square Garden in 1985, to this year's WrestleMania 7 in Los Angeles, and highlights from every slam-packed, star-studded WrestleMania in between. You'll see the very biggest, the very bravest, the most exciting superstars in the history of the WWF, sharing a spotlight with the very biggest, brightest superstars from all of sports entertainment. It's the ultimate. It's the greatest. It's heroes and heroines running their stuff. WrestleMania's history and heroes. The stuff that dreams are made of. A one-of-a-kind pay-per-view showcase event. To order, race to your phone, and call your local cable company now. Hot ticket. WrestleMania's history and heroes. Hey, it's Sean Mooney. I may no longer be in the event center, but if I was, I'd be talking about our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast. All right, boys, let's get to it. And welcome back, wrestling fans, to our Vantage Point special, Mount Rushmore and Death Valley of WrestleManias. We have been talking to Canada's own Robert Goulet fan himself. The number one Robert Goulet fan. Yes, the number one Robert Goulet fan, Scott Keith. You still there, Scott, hanging in? I'm hanging in there, absolutely. All right. Uh, folks, just want to quickly remind you to reach us at OVP Podcast on Twitter. You can also go to our website, OVPPodcast.com, and check out all of the things that we offer, and also join our Facebook group. Just a quick plug there and a shout-out to the Blog of Doom audience out there. 
Yes. POD. There they are. <laughs> That's right. Great community there for the, the snarkiness of the uh, current wrestling and the retro wrestling. As Gorilla uh, would say at WrestleMania. Oh, there they are. There they are, <laughs> yeah. Jess. Just, just don't bust on Donald Trump there, though. People get really mad. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Um, <laughs> and Donald Trump might come up in this Death Valley because uh, there's a couple of WrestleManias he's involved in. But before uh, before his name comes up, I want to throw to our guest of honor, Quinn, the, uh, the Mountie himself over here, Scott Keith. What do you want to put in for the worst of the worst, Scott? Well, uh, I, I know there's an, an obvious choice that everybody's probably expecting, but I'm going to go off the table a little bit because Ooh. we teased it a little bit earlier. So I want to talk about the piece of shit that I really fucking hate every time I watch it now. More and more from Hartford, Connecticut, <laughs> WrestleMania 11. So bad. All right. Yeah. So bad. I don't think you're going to get an argument, but tell me why. Tell me why it's bad. <laughs> okay. All right. I hate the I hate the main event so much now. We, we were talking about it a little bit earlier, but God, could Shawn Michaels be any more of a selfish piece of shit in that match mm-hmm. Not yet. than he was there? I didn't win. It's his best friend's <laughs> opportunity to go out there and become a big star, and he just completely sandbags him in the main event of WrestleMania. The worst jackknife what ever. The, hell? <laughs> the worst jackknife ever. Lands on his feet. Hey, but Diesel got exactly. the girls at the end. Shut up, Quinn! <laughs> <laughs> no, it does suck. It's in a toilet bowl of an arena, too. It's like Z level bored <laughs> celebrities who are out there. There's like the the kid from JTT Home Improvement, yeah, JTT, JTT and the, <laughs> the guy that no one cares about from NYPD Blue, <laughs> yeah, Nicholas Totoro, guy from NYPD Blue, <laughs> the <that> Ump, <laughs> Larry Young. The supposed real main event was like was Bam Bam Bigelow against Lawrence Taylor, who you know. God bless him, but I'm from Canada. I don't know who the fuck Lawrence Taylor is. I don't watch football. Like, why am I supposed to care about this? To be fair, he was a big yeah. deal. To be fair, what if it was Doug Flutie? <laughs> well, Doug Flutie's awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> Doug Flutie's like a celebrity in Canada. Yeah, right. come on. No, but I get you. I, I, I Listen, man, I totally understand. Bret Hart with like a pointless piece of shit match against Bob Backlund. Laying in a chicken wing for 10 minutes. Like, yeah, like, I'm with you. Yeah, the tag team opener, like, you know, it's like Jacob and Eli Blue against Lex Luger, who is, <laughs> I swear to God, like, if he had a cell phone, he would have been calling Eric Bischoff while standing <laughs> on the ring. Let's, okay, while we're discussing it, though. What? Let's be fair to no, the show. No, for one second. No, it's a terrible show. It's terrible. Yeah. No, but I, just to play devil's advocate. What's actually good about it, though, Quinn? There's the surprise, um... Oh wait, Jared already won the title. Never mind that. Yeah, he won it at Rumble. Yeah, he won it at Rumble. One, two, three. Kid comes out wearing pajamas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's real. <laughs> but the other surprise. What? The Owen Hart pulling Yoko. Okay, Luna that's card. the only good that's thing. That's fun. Let's that is be, good. Not. I'm not saying this is a good card. I'm not. I'm saying. I'm not even saying that this doesn't deserve to be on Death but Valley right. like at Owen, number one. But Owen that and is Yoko there. crushing the smoking guns. And Owen's celebration of yes. winning a title finally. Yeah. That is the only good moment of that WrestleMania. Right. Okay. That's I think even Scott there. will agree to that. I mean, wow, hot take. Owen Hart is great. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> hey, hot t- hotter take, Yoko is too. I just wanted to give yes. the card a little bit before we I'll give you just that. trash it like completely. Because it, it sucks. It's no, it really like, sucks. JTT beating Backlund really at chess and like it, it's terrible. Yeah. Pamela Anderson's bored as shit. Undertaker against King Kong. (laughs) Believe it or not, guys, this is the first WrestleMania I ever saw. Me too. Live, anyway. Yeah, live. Live, yeah. yeah. 
this is fuck yeah like and this is why i always say we started in like the but, dregs yeah we like, did and i don't even understand why we are doing a wrestling podcast <laughs> if this is how we started but it's true it man it didn't even feel like a wrestlemania you know it felt like yeah. i don't know it's like another pay-per-view you know that was that was kind of a start of a really bad run of that too like 11 12 and 13 were yep. just like you know, they, they didn't even feel like the biggest shows of the year, you know? You're absolutely well, right, Scott. We did the, the Mount Rushmore Death Valley of uh, WrestleMania venues recently. Yeah. And this was like number one. Like In the this, Death Valley, yeah. This looks yeah. like In your any, house. like superstars or something. In Scott's house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could yeah. be in anyone's house. Yeah. Um, terrible. And Hartford, Connecticut, not exactly a beacon of wrestling, you know? It's, just, it's there because exactly, they don't have yeah. money. That's why they're there. Because Vince probably knows somebody because it's in their, like, home territory where the headquarters are. Get That's it exactly out of here. Was, yeah. yeah, get it out of here. I don't think anything's going to knock this off. I, I'm I'm positive that this is going into Death Valley. Scott, you with us? Uh, I have no objections to make them so, yeah. yeah all right. Literally no debate. Like We yeah. didn't even like talk about the other ones uh, yet, but not, it's like so unanimous. Yeah, we're unanimous here. WrestleMania 11 is one that I will never rewatch, and the rare times I do, it still sucks. <laughs> yeah, it, you always it, try to find something. Yeah, but, but it, it gets just, worse yeah. with age. It doesn't even get better. It gets worse. Yes. For number one, WrestleMania 11. Die, die, die. Well, Quinn, unfortunately, it's time for you to pick, and I know what you're going to do. You're going to drive that knife in. You're going to needle me. You're going to poke me. You're going to prick me with a pin. Well, there's a WrestleMania that's in a parking lot um, <sighs> called WrestleMania 9. Okay. That sucks. Okay. Tell me why it sucks. I am going to, for for me and Pablo Melons, a friend yeah. of the show who really loves 1993, I'm going to give it my best, but go okay. ahead. Go ahead. So, first of all, the ending. Uh, uh, Hogan. Okay. I yeah, hate that. Come on. I'll get Hogan with the stupid eye. The and stupid then, like, eye, the water boat accident that was probably like somebody else punched him in the face or something. I don't know. I and I always try to envision like how a water ski could hit someone in the face. It but just can. <laughs> I don't understand. Don't but, worry about it. But only in the eye. Only in the only eye. in that one spot. Well, it can clip him in the eye. I don't know. Regardless, but Brett losing too in a good on top of that in a good decent match against you decent match against you but it's the rejection of everything we love it's like yeah i know it's like how the whole roman reigns thing is except in reverse no, it's whatever. very upsetting I, 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 that not Brett even lost. in reverse in in full motion but i get why they did it i'm not saying i agree but i get why the undertaker fought giant gonzalez that's never good uh um, i agree and the mega maniacs thing joe sucks that sucks you're right there is so much bad okay, on this no, card you named like three bad things well, yeah it was like four but the rest is good um, the rest is good. So you're going to say because you like Doink so much that like this yes. should be uh, saved? No, that's not the only reason, but what's wrong with Doink versus Crush? What? Hey, Scott, help Where me here. Begin? That match killed my television. That color yeah, scheme alone of their tights. Listen. The storyline of the match is that there's two different people they're both the clown. It's an illusion, Scott. Listen, I like that aspect just because it's, an it's silly and it fits in with Doink. But it's like, not literally supposed to be a circus. Doink could be Copperfield. He, heel Doink, I have no problem with. This is probably, I agree with Joe that it might be the best thing that happens. But only because I have a soft spot for heel Doink. But it's not, like you said, it's not good either. Okay, look. I have yet to say that this is a good WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. I didn't say that. Don't forget the parking lot aspect, Joe. Okay, forget about the parking lot aspect, okay? It's still better than Hartford <laughs> in an it? actual city. They're wearing togas. They are wearing togas. I have not defended that, okay? 
But here's what I will defend. Head Shrinker Steiner's great match. Unheralded. It's fine. It's solid. It's not great, but it's fine. Fine. Brett Yoko is fine. I'm not saying great, but fine. It's passable. Joe, are you serious right now? Can I... You know what? <laughs> WrestleMania 2. I'm bringing up WrestleMania 2. <laughs> because, because WrestleMania 2 sucks. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. wait, wait. WrestleMania 2 does suck, but we're not finished here. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're definitely not finished here. Okay. I also I also have to bring up Randy Savage's commentary on that show as well. He was like... <laughs> They're hanging from the rafters. Yep. Hanging the rafters. <laughs> if there was rafters. Yeah, yeah exactly. doesn't yeah. have rafters, but they're hanging from the columns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. No, yeah. I know. And JR making his debut in a Togo. Look, yeah. they never did anything like it before or after. That doesn't make it good. There's a reason. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> it was different. Okay. It was okay. I will give you this. I will give you this. It was a very unique atmosphere. Thank you. And it was different and unlike anything else. So there right. you go. I will grant you that. Thank you, Scott. The opening match yes. is 18 minutes and ends in a count out. It does. Yes. It's your favorite Quinn, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, but it's a good it, match. It's Shawn, Shawn Michaels is good. Puffy. I can't hate on Shawn, Shawn Michaels. Michaels so yeah, no, fun. it's a, it's a good match. I thought I would rate it around three stars. It's not yes. that bad not that bad i don't know and the head shrinkers the head shrinker steiner's match is one of those like it flies under the radar but it actually is pretty good also the weird appearance by bob backlin yeah his like, razor yeah like <laughs> for what, no reason that, what the hell is that match <laughs> that, but, hey i don't know and then perfect uh luger is okay it's, it's not, so it to okay. me that is only good in my mind because of how it like happens in WrestleMania 10 where it's like that's the yeah, reason it's, the, it's, the it's because of that right which is a really odd thing that speaks more to why WrestleMania 10 is so fantastic yeah yeah because yeah, they, they had the callback to that yeah yeah I agree look I, we will I'll put it on the table because <laughs> it's I, on the table I can't oh, you'll put it on the table oh, okay. I will yeah. I mean I, I, that's good Scott we, we're, we're yeah. making progress it's a small with victory yeah. but can we please talk about WrestleMania 2 agreed yes let's let's do that yeah, yeah definitely it's poorly produced First of all, it really is like it's really awkward. It's kind of like how that what's that Starcade where they're in multiple locations? 84. Is it no, or is it 85? Uh, 85. Yeah. Except they were in two locations. Vince was like, oh, we got to do three, pal. Right. Um, that's exactly what happened. Back, yes. <laughs> yeah. But Elvira's doing commentary. And the thing with that one is that that's when really when Dick Ebersole came in and he was, uh, you know, doing the whole production Aspect yeah. of it. And Vince was like, yeah, let's just do it. Let's bring it in. Just get Dick, Dick Ebersole to do all this shit. And, uh, yeah, right. and just kinda, <laughs> yeah. It probably could have used some editing, I guess, would be the. Yeah. Know, eventually, they did find a happy medium, but yeah, that was. Uh, That's the kind way of saying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, it could use some producer editing. NBC or something. Yeah, exactly. Well, look, I mean, you can, you can doink crush all you want, but fucking Corporal Kirchner versus Nikolai <laughs> Volkov. Adonis oh. versus Elmer. Adonis versus Elmer. I mean, some of the crap that they. Law against whoever Velvet. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 30 seconds. Yeah. Slave Girl oh, Mula over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And not yeah. only that, a boxing match. We're okay and with this. That ends in yeah. a body slam. That ends in a oh, body yeah. slam. Yeah. A shit stain of a battle royal because there's yep. like 12 out of shape football players in it. It's supposed to be good. It somehow manages to have a bad Randy Savage match. Yeah, against George Steele. He kicks out at one Herb. Yeah. Yeah, Herb! Susan St. James on commentary. Uh, that. You have to throw Claire that. Peller, uh-huh. like, not saying uh-huh. her uh-huh. line. Yeah, she Boy, just wa- that's a theater, <laughs> right. <laughs> she just waves the mic instead of saying, "Where's the beef?" Uh, the 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 cage match, Hogan Bundy, which I, people on our group have defended, but fucking yeah. Hogan Bundy sucks. <laughs> I miss that sorry, discussion. Buddy sucks. I miss yeah. that discussion. People on our defended boards. that, and I was like, "Really?" And but not only that, but that match has a uh, freaking the most useless troubleshooting ref ever that you forgot about. 
Robert Conrad. Oh, right. I always forget about that. I, I, and I'm serious. I'm not even being yeah. sarcastic. If I have that tone, I'm sorry. But it's what? <laughs> two blows. The only thing that anyone ever talks about from two is the freaking dream team loses the titles to the Bulldogs. British Bulldogs forever. Yeah. <laughs> British Bulldogs forever. The whole Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne. Osbourne takes the tag team titles. Yeah. 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 I will also add the Funk Brothers against Tito Santana and JYD was pretty mm. badass. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, you're it's right. pretty good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it that. Yes. Yeah, you're right. But other than that. Other than that, no. I mean, from a personal standpoint, I, I shouldn't hate it as much as I do because it was that was literally the first wrestling show that I ever sat through. Um, mm. As I've told Sorry. this story many times, I'm sure that, that. So you have something in common with me, Scott. I sat through yeah. 11. You sat through two. How yeah, are you go. still here? <laughs> that was actually that my uh, my 12th birthday. Uh, my mom actually rented that one for everybody at my birthday party to watch with WrestleMania two. That that was the tape that she picked on beta. On beta. <laughs> on beta. Wow, yeah. that's how many Coliseum releases did they even release on they beta? They went up to did, like uh ninety two. Oh, did they? Yeah. I but I will tell you as a, as an addendum to that story, uh the next year when WrestleMania three came out on video, that was the impetus for us actually going to get a a VHS machine. Because ah, we, we went to the we went to the video store and we couldn't find any beta copies. And my dad was like, well well fuck it. We're going to Sears and we're gonna go buy a VHS mm-hmm. right now then. And, and we awesome. did awesome. Yeah, we rented WrestleMania three. Yeah, there we go. So that's, that's great. That's that was the reasoning. But yeah, WrestleMania two is dog shit. Um <laughs> I literally don't even watch the main event with a on the occasions when I'm I, if I was like redoing it or whatever last time I did it, like I, I just like stop the tape and then just write, you know, Hogan beats Bundy with a big boot and like drop him and walks out. Right. And that's, you know, <laughs> and it's true. Yeah. And Bundy yeah, does- it's like, why, why even watch it? You know, it's like, was that feud short term or something? Yeah. I feel like it just oh, like yeah. happened on a Saturday night's main event. And they're like, this yeah. is the match. Now Bundy hurt his ribs. That's literally what it was. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, rumors persisted over the years that, you know, it was supposed to go in a drastically different direction, but Nikita Koloff has always denied it. So like, uh, Wait, that's, what? That's what Nikita Koloff? Yes. That, that was would, the plan? No, it was not the plan, but that's always been the urban legend, is that, that Vince McMahon was trying to sign Nikita Koloff away from the NWA, and it was going to be Nikita Koloff, this Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 2. Wow, I, mean, I didn't that, know that. I, I believe that, but... Never heard that one. Yep. Yeah. I, I yeah, but it's, 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 it's come up in recent years, and, and Nikita has always always denied it, and I don't know if the timing would have worked out or not, but I mean, God, what a awesome match that would have been had they yeah even yeah. that one up but i mean i mean vince vince was aggressively trying to get nikita cole up over the years and he never could i don't blame him yeah exactly like look at him like how do you not draw money with that right? yeah, like, so. exactly yep all right so we've got uh nine and two on the table scott do you want to add any more to the table i would like to actually go for the more modern slant as i was mentioning there's a whole series of wrestlemanias that i i don't even remember uh, yeah. Pretty much the whole the thing between say twenty two <laughs> up until the, the up until the last one, but one that I do remember is the pile of dog shit that is known as WrestleMania twenty seven. I knew it, featuring possibly the worst main event in WrestleMania history, which is saying something when you're putting it on the table against mm-hmm. WrestleMania nine and Sergeant Slaughter matches and and such in the form of you know the Miz knocking himself silly and. And going out and literally wrestling unconscious in, in the main event against John Cena. Uh, also, there was, oh, 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 yes, that's right. Michael Cole against Jerry Lawler. Uh, uh, yeah. What the fuck was yeah. that? Yeah. This is the era when they open with world heavyweight title matches, isn't it? Yeah, it is oh, that yeah. era. Yeah. It's a bad period of time to, it's before CM Punk did the pipe bomb. That's right. It's, it, was, it was just before that. So, of course, he, was, he lost to Randy Orton, right? So. Because of course, yeah. Because why course. would CM Punk yeah. win? <laughs> exactly. win? Yeah, that's... does he even win at WrestleMania? I, I can't recall if he's ever won at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, he beat Chris Jericho. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, 
There you go. <laughs> yeah. 27 is actually really bad. You're right, Scott. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just like bad moment after bad moment. The only match I God, was the only match that was good was I think the Undertaker one against Triple H. Is that the one where they walk out? No, together? that's the first or one. Is oh, the first one. Okay. No, the, so the 27 one, actually there is, uh, even that one is not without controversy. There was a lot of people who, who hated it as well. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yep. So that was, that one was literally, they go out and they start hitting each other with finishers. Yeah. And it's just like 20 minutes of, you know, finisher kick out, finisher kick out, finisher kick out. Triple H does the tombstone to Undertaker and people freak out and mm-hmm. think that maybe they, they changed the booking and the streak was going to be over. And that was, it was a super hot match. Um, it was kind of all Japan mm-hmm. style, yeah. I would say. Johnny Ace. Johnny Ace all over that one. Yeah. Yep. During the, during the era of, of Johnny era. Ace. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I mean, uh, I really liked that match. I think that was one of the only few saving graces for that show. The rest of it, just fuck it. Like, it was yeah. just, like, the, like Del Rio winning the Royal Rumble and then opening the mat, like getting the, the, the opening match of WrestleMania. And That's losing, garbage. Like, I, I hate that. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. That one is really bad. But it's got Snooky. Shut up, Quinn. I'm ready to go to WrestleMania. I have sick moves, and I'm ready to bring on Lay Cool and Vicky. Yeah. So bring it on. <laughs> All right, so 27's on the table now. Look, I have to be objective, and I have to do this, and I don't want to do this, mm-hmm. but I have to bring one on the table, guys. Okay. And I love it, but that doesn't make it good. And we're really trying to be semi-objective at least, right? Sure, sure. WrestleMania 4, as much <laughs> as I love it. And I really do. And, and the you reason. Mean WrestleMania Bore? Yeah. <laughs> WrestleMania Bore. Oh, yeah. Wordplay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> WrestleMania <laughs> Snore, even. WrestleMania Cocaine. Yes. Is the f- part one. Cocaine. Part one. Because yeah. part two is the next year. When you consider everything that a WrestleMania should be in terms of memorable moments, honestly, unless. <sighs> Sa- um, Savage winning and Bret Hart throwing the trophy at an ashtray. What about Demolition winning the titles? Yeah, but even so, I mean, like, that's, the WrestleMania six moment is probably even more well. No, I agree. I just, I mean, I like that part. I agree. The car, it, it's terrible. It's hard to promote a WrestleMania without an actual main yes. event. The problem with four to exactly. me is yeah. on paper, this seems cool as hell. A full ass tournament for the world title, right? And especially considering. Just a month and a half earlier, the giant, you know, yeah. blow up between Andre right. and Hogan. The build was great. Right. The build yep. is fantastic. There's a reason for the title to be vacant. Yeah. Savage is a hot commodity. Hogan is Hogan. Right. DiBiase sticking his nose in. Duggan is relatively new. Right. And then you bam, got all bam. these other players like right. that are that are newish. Like Morocco's newly a yeah, face. Newly a face and um Steamboat. I, Butch Reed's involved. Yeah, well, who cares? But, you know, him they've been gang, hyped. Yeah. I'm just saying, him and gang, you got Slicks guys in there. Yeah, who cares? I'm, I'm just They're saying. They're the worst, though. It does feed into the whole, um, it's a gamble, right? Like, yeah, it's a gamble, all right? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. And I, I like the idea that everyone has a chance, even like Greg Valentine and stuff. He might mm-hmm. have the match of the night with Steamboat. Maybe. I'd say it's close, yeah. Yeah, honestly, yeah. not bad. The problem with this when bad. it plays out is that it's it boring as hell, and I always fall... Huh? Me and Joe, this is a weird synergy thing. I don't know what's up with it, but me and Joe have come back to each other. I usually fall asleep in the middle of this show and always wake up <laughs> at the Honky Tonk Man versus Bruce the Barbie yep. Cave, and I said this to Joe once years ago, yep, and, it's and he real. was like, oh my God, me the too. same thing. Yeah, it's, pretty it's fun. so weird. The only thing 
that carries me through. Again, WrestleMania 4 is bad as a WrestleMania. It really is. Yeah. It's long. It's bloated. The crowd sucks. Mm-hmm. There's no real standout matches in terms of if you're using the you know the match right. quality scale or whatever. Is this the greatest match you've ever seen? And I was like, oh, no, it's not. It's not the greatest right. match. Oh, it's the greatest match we've ever seen. Does have Demolition winning and has Savage winning the world title, but the crowd is terrible. The only thing that gets me through are Gorilla and Jesse. They're so great. They are. Are those outfits legal? Yeah, but that's <laughs> but that's it though. <laughs> yeah. And when that is the best part of a WrestleMania, that may mean that I will gladly fall asleep to it. Right. I right. will gladly watch it, but it doesn't make it one of the best. And as much as it pains me to do it, because five is better than four. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, Whoa. a little hesitation, but I'm going to put four. Okay. Quinn, do you have anything else to uh, put onto the table there? What about 13? Yeah, that sucks, except for Brett Austin. Now, tell what, me why. Okay, what this is the disappointment factor again. Like, four had that disappointment factor. It's coming off three, it has a great build, blah, blah, blah. It's yeah, great, right? Yeah, TV was hot, right? This show, to me, mm-hmm. has the finest go home show to mm. a WrestleMania I have ever seen. Yeah, March 17th Raw. Right. Sure. The the, the, the Raw where Brett, you know, loses snaps. the cage match and snaps and blah, blah, blah. just hit Hall of Famer Pat Patterson. And, yeah, and all those guys yep. get involved in Sid's like, I don't know shit. And like, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's fantastic. It's a fantastic go-home show. Yeah. And every time I watch it, I am like, fuck, I really want to watch WrestleMania 13. And then I no, have don't. to like control my mind and be like, <laughs> no, it sucks. Don't watch it. It's really bad. Yeah. This card is ass. Like, it's terrible. You know, it's got one good match on it, but I really Literally, don't think yeah. that should save it from the fire. Like, it, it's so terrible. I respect that point of view. It's yeah. a, it's in the Rosemont, which is a glorified dump. Yes, yeah, one of the uh, locations of WrestleMania 2, another terrible WrestleMania. It's got a no-one-cares Rocky Maivia versus Sultan match. Mm-hmm. A four-corners match, Phillip I believe. and LaFon over there and... Yeah, yeah, Furnace and Philip. Yeah, fun. the Headbangers, Godwins, a bunch of tag people. New Black Jackson. Yeah. Triple H versus Goldust, which that's well, sort of that memorable. feud blew. Well, isn't no, that the, no, isn't that the no, part? Yes, isn't Thank that you, the Scott. part where China? Um, she swings her around for the second time. Yeah, Mel- Melania, Melania, yeah, Melania. It's huge. My yeah, wife. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the Trump factor. I don't like her. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, most of this is shit, and and no, I feel like all the, of it is. I feel like the all thing is, is the main event. Well, why he's wearing pick, the same attire that why, he wore yeah, as Hulk Hogan. Why did they pick these two to do the main event? I, I just Scott, don't do you have understand. An answer? Do you, actually, let's ask Scott. Do you know why it was Undertaker's time finally? I mean, they were they they, they didn't want to go with Brett or or Sean, I guess, at that point. And yeah, it was just it was just it was under, Undertaker. Uh, Undertaker was drawn, I guess. So they yeah. they went with him. Well, Sean, to, Sean was finding a smile. To be fair, yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> it, 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 Joe has pointed out to me expertly. That it was a weirdly long-term build because The Undertaker was, like, distracted since he lost the title in 91 with, like, various feuds. So it is kind of, like, awesome that he comes back and wins. But at the same time, the match sucks. I mean, really, as far as it goes, it's like, you put the title on whoever you want for that whole year, we know where that title is ending up by 1998. So, I mean, like, you know, hey, great, put it on The Undertaker, put it on Bret Hart, whatever, you know. Yeah. It's going Austin, and everybody knew that. And it was just, it wasn't his time then, obviously, but, like, it was it was coming. Scott, though, did they know before this fantastic match in this very pay-per-view, though? Did the fans know? I didn't. I mean, they, 
they might not have known, but I mean, like the people who were who were booking the show knew. I mean, like you don't go out there and do like the make turn Austin to the giantest baby yeah. face ever and bleeding all over the place and make him into a giant star unless you know that you got you got huge plans for the guy. You know, especially after that's the SummerSlam where he beat Yokozuna and the dark match was ridiculous. But I mean, like yep. it's you know, <laughs> yeah. like like Bret Hart was doing everything in his power to go out and turn him into the biggest star ever. Yes, he was leading up to you know. So I mean, like they 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 knew. You know, oddly. Whereas four is a um, a downgrade from three, right? And this yeah, this show comparably to the next year, it's almost the reverse effect because Stone Cold is in the Ricky Steamboat Savage spot from three, yeah. And then the next year, that that's, same thing. That's it's, astute, actually. Yeah, yeah. but it, it's just uh, it's an interesting observation I made. But this card blows ass. Sorry, <laughs> like it's terrible. It, like other than that. It is, and uh, I'll take a pause here to just remind of what we have on the table, and then I'll throw to you, Scott, to see if you want to add anything, or maybe we can narrow down. We have on the table two, four, nine, unfortunately, 13, and 27. Scott, do you want to add anything for consideration? Yeah, of course. The one that you're all forgetting, yeah, and, and I don't know why that hasn't mentioned before, because the, the one that was shot out of the uh, cancerous womb of the man from New York himself, Vince uh. Russo. <laughs> Russo Mania, 15. Yeah. 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 Go back and watch that one again there, guys. And uh, you try to tell me what should be on the, the list. Bro. You know what, Scott? <laughs> you're you're right, but I want to hear why. Yes, me too. So many reasons why. So you have two people who dislike each other, and they have a personal issue, and they're fighting over a title. So what do you do? Oh, wait, swerve. You switch them around and you put them in two different matches against two different people who have, they have no issue with against mm. titles that they, they hadn't been competing for previously. Yeah. How about that, bro? What else is there? Oh yeah. China turns heel 17 times during the course of the show, <laughs> bro. And then back again, bro. And then heel again, bro. And then back again. Yeah, bro. Let's see. You, you do, you build a uh, storyline where the boss's son wins the European title for some reason. Oh, I forgot. And, <laughs> Goes out and def- defends it against the uh, the underdog who is being built up for a big win, and then of course uh, Shane McMahon wins the match, bro, because, McMahon because can't Triple lose. H turns on him because <laughs> yeah. McMahon can't lose. Yeah, no shit. And then he literally takes the title and throws it in the garbage the <laughs> next day, bro. Yep. So I don't know. I feel like that might have warranted some consideration for being terrible. Uh, the main event was okay, I suppose, but you know they had better ones. Yeah, they did. Like. Two years later. Two years later, they had a class. And a month later, that. actually, right? Absolutely, yes. Exactly, yeah. Uh, let's see. What else is what else was terrible about this show? Um, yeah, I think that's, that's, like, that's kind of the main thing. Butterbean, there you I go. Mean, yes, Bart That's Dunn, what my butt was about. What? Quinn's going to defend Butterbean. Let's listen up with beta breath. Okay, okay. Just, I'm, I'm curious about this. Yes, please defend it. This is hilarious. I'm well, sorry. It is, like, yes. this, this is like, but not in a the, good way. In a show that sucks, say. this is this is the one thing that makes me happy. This debunks the whole idea that the brawl for all is viable, and it, it, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that debunks the whole idea that it's yeah that up until then it was a consideration. I will not stand for any money crapping on this because this is hilarious. <laughs> Butterbean sucks. Yeah, but regardless, he's a legitimate boxer. Well, and he's I don't fighting. know about that. Let's not go whatever crazy. You, whatever you think of Butterbean, he beat the shit out of this guy. Like, this is fantastic. <laughs> it's Bart Gunn! 35 seconds! 
Yeah, and they th- and they thought like they legitimately thought that Bart Gunn was going to go in there and, and have a shot against Butterbean. It's just hilarious. Like this was their thinking. Like, well, well, God, God damn it, we'll, we'll, we'll book him against Butterbean. He'll go out there and he'll knock him out and be a big star. You know, <laughs> but it's just great. It, it- it it's is. so it's so stupid, Scott, that, it it, that it's like the shining moment of this not, show. That's not going to save it's so, it. It's no, not no, saving it. No, no, no. It. I'm not t- saying it's saving okay, it. I good. just wanted to point out that's the only like, memorable thing. Yeah, that this that's really <laughs> funny. Like because that show does suck. Rock Austin went on to better things. Like Backlash '99 was better, and obviously WrestleMania 17. Yeah. Also, to be honest with you, what I never liked about the main event here is we just saw Austin win the title at 14. Right. Why did they build to him winning it again at 15? It was just weird to me. They were treating him like Hogan. They were just like, Austin's going to win at WrestleMania, period, always. Yeah, but it doesn't matter uh, for if it's the for the title t- again? The title switch has so much back then, Joe. I mean, oh, yeah. it, it's not illogical it, that right. this would happen. You're right, but it just seems that was the first time where they really took a giant leap in terms of what they were doing with the with the WrestleMania booking. Yeah, meaning Hogan had never Hogan didn't win a title at WrestleMania until five. Yeah, but this is the '90s, and he can't be the champion for four years. Well, you so. booked it, you know it. <laughs> Shut up. You do look like Russo. Yeah, everyone um, says that. Well, you do, bro. Look, I'm not going to dissuade anyone from 15. I actually submit, but it, it's not as bad. But I, I have my own reasons. I actually submit the following year as well because there are no singles matches. Oh yeah, I was going to mention that one too, yeah. No, I I hated 20. Oh, yeah. I I was so pissed off at the end of that show. Terry versus the Cat is the only (laughs) singles match Okay, yeah. which it's a I WrestleMania. I sat through a twelve-hour pregame show. It felt like for that thing. Yeah, and then, yeah, that's what we got. I know you watched that whole thing. I watched that whole fucking thing. Yeah, what? Whoa. You watched WrestleMania all day? Oh yeah. Now the real WrestleMania is just all day. Let me explain. That that was four years before I got married. So, oh uh, well, that makes sense then. Yeah. What else do I have going guy, on? I was wrestling fan. Guy. Twenty-five yeah. years old. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. We, we were we were drinking all day, watching watching that. that oh, I would stupid. I would have done it too. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would have exactly. done it. Was, yeah, absolutely. So, but what a shitty WrestleMania, though, right? I mean, honestly, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it was. I mean, it was terrible. But I mean, like, I just I don't find it in the like the lower echelon of so memorably terrible that 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 I hate watching it. <laughs> but I mean, like, I mean, I, I feel like the three way the three way tag team ladder match is redeeming somewhat. True. And then the thing with Kurt Angle and Chris ben and Chris Jericho was pretty good. The Eurocontinental. Yes. The Eurocontinental, exactly. So <laughs> I don't know. 2000 you know, was okay. It's not it as bad okay. as 15. Yeah, it's not as bad as 15. They made a really excellent video game based on it, so I have to give it that. I agree with you know? that. Yep. I think it's almost superior to No Mercy, but no mercy people, people get upset when I say that, but... All gloves are off now, but yeah. okay, we won't we won't get into that because I don't. Yeah. Have to <laughs> yeah, Quinn, do you have anything to add to the uh, Death Valley? This is going to be a weird one yeah. because I just could not stand last year so much that I felt like it was horrible. Like, it actually I, was bad. Like, yes. I was like very upset about it, and I'm looking back at the card Run now. It down for me. AJ Styles defeats Shane McMahon. That was fine, but why is he fighting? It's you have AJ know. Styles and he has Shane. Why? Just because yeah. Vince. Kevin Owens defeats Chris Jericho for that the was U- fine. US title. That, that was, was fine. Vince hated that match. Why? I don't know. That's what I mean. Uh, Chris Jericho did uh, Yeah, like Vince McMahon just like shit on him over that match. Like he just hated it. Really? Completely buried it. Yeah. Now Bailey Crazy. defeats all the girls. Basically, I remember that. That was okay. Yeah. yeah. 
but I guess maybe I'm maybe I'm not making a case here. But the things that bothered me, like John Cena in a tag match where it's just so he can propose to his girlfriend, it was goofy. That was a better match, at least, than their singles match for the world title at 27. Yes, it was. But I don't like the premise being that this guy's got to propose in real life to his girlfriend. Quinn, it is John Cena. It's stupid. It is John Cena. Um, The Brock Lesnar-Goldberg match was like... Better than 20. It was predictable. But the thing that... You're not going to say Roman beating Undertaker, are you? That was great. No, he was not. It was great. Roman should have beat him. Ready to do that? What are you talking about? There's Undertaker, is, Undertaker is getting AARP cards. Let me explain. Not ready, my ass. There is a reason. No, there is a reason no. why this year, Joseph, that we have to have Joseph John Cena versus the Undertaker because nobody liked this. Quinn, I'm sorry. The idea that that's going to be the Undertaker's last match is shit. Quinn, do you like when a uh, part-time wrestlers just show up and that's win? That's not the point. Do you I'm like when part-time wrestlers just show up and win? That's not the point, Scott. What do you think of this? Do you think it's how could they do this to the fans and have the guy that everyone hates so much beat the Undertaker and say it's that's it for the Undertaker? I didn't see the thing. They never said that's it for the Undertaker. They didn't you know, say. But they suggested. They suggested very heavily for yes. the last ten years, though. Yes, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm the last guy to be like defending the Undertaker. I mean, I was I was recently making fun of him, you know that, that that's his thing, right? He goes out and loses his final match at WrestleMania, and then comes back the next year to lose his final match at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's his thing, right? So I mean, I'm not terribly surprised. This idea that they they would do this, uh-huh. it just seems. Quinn, why bad. should the Undertaker beat Roman Reigns? I'm not yeah. saying he should. My point is, is that. They shouldn't have positioned that to be his last match at the end. Like I, have, I have a question for you. Are you watching WrestleMania on Sunday? I am. Then but what do you care? <laughs> if, just, if you're watching it just, anyway. It's, that's <laughs> a sour taste to leave me at the end of a WrestleMania. How sour if you're watching again? He's going to beat Cena, so there you go. You can get, you, you'll get to see him win now. So the, He won't beat Cena. He'll beat I think you will. Cena. No, I think no, he will. I don't think he'll beat Cena. I don't think he's coming out of retirement again to, to, to do the job this to Cena. It. Especially when Cena's been a dick for the last month now about it. Like He's going to win his last match. You think so? Yeah. No, I, th- you know I, I think it's a redo just and to make everyone what? happy. You're like, watching WrestleMania, so it doesn't matter what happened last year. My my opinion is Roman that Reigns is a great listen, wrestler. My opinion, you guys think he's gonna he's gonna win. My opinion is he's going to lose because they didn't do this shit right. Roman Reigns should have beaten the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's not what people wanted to see. That's all. I'm, I'm not going to get into a whole discussion. I want to know this WrestleMania as a whole. What did you think of it? It wasn't great, but I don't know if it's worse than like nine or yeah, yeah nine. I just, literally. I just, I guess maybe or it was 13. just the ending was so sour to me that I just Why? wanted to bring it up. Why shouldn't Roman win though? I was more bored than soured by it, to be honest. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like horrible. It was just like, well, he won. I was just like, come on, yeah. let's just get it over with already. Hurry up and spear him and beat him. Yeah, I, I just, I, it just bothered me. That's all. It just, it's, it resonated in my mind to bring He's that a good up. Good wrestler though. It's okay. He is he's good. A, he's yeah. a good. What does he? What does he even have bad matches now? I mean, come on. I'm, I slag on Roman as much as anybody, but the dude goes out there and has four star matches. Every he's time. really good. <laughs> yeah. The problem is, is there's 45 different guys that can have better matches than him. That, that's the thing. Are you watching WrestleMania or not? I'm watching. Then it doesn't matter. I guess. Not. Okay. Watch, watch ROH if you want good yeah. matches. Okay. Yeah. That don't well, mean anything. You're watching WrestleMania. NXT on Saturday. That's not so yeah. yeah. Watch NXT if you want yeah, good exactly. matches. You, go. you know. You're watching WrestleMania. Fair That's enough. what matters. Can we just agree that WrestleMania 2 is a pile of dog shit? Well, what about 9, Joe? 2 is worse. Um, what would you rather actually watch, Quinn? Be honest with me. 2. 
<laughs> no way. Come on. I can't watch this toga shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, Scott, two or nine. What's better? <laughs> wait, 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 am I voting for the one that I like or the one that I dislike more? Which one is better, two or nine? Which one is better? Boy. Okay, well, I will say that nine is memorable and has a better atmosphere. So given those two limited choices, I would say nine oh, is better than two on, at Scott. the very least. That's two to one, Quinn. I agree. <laughs> no! There's no boxing matches on nine. So. <laughs> there are no boxing matches on nine. That's, that's a consequence of the era. Okay, I'm, I'm going to throw this. We're, we're just working up the ladder here. <laughs> two or four, which is better? Two or four. Oh, that's hard. Four, I have more fun. I mean, I, I don't even have... I haven't had a chance to make my case for how much I hate five. Okay, you can go ahead. Okay, well, I mean, five uh, originally was I, I, all I'd ever seen was the Coliseum video version where they sweep the audio a little bit and yeah. it, it, then matches down to a watchable length. But yeah, last time I tried watching that thing on the network, that's like that show was like three hours and forty minutes long. It's it insane. Is. It is. Especially when you have an arena full of people who don't give a crap about what they're watching. <laughs> Two years in a row. I mean, it's like what what are the good matches on that show? There's like the main event's pretty decent, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I will I will say this: five at least has the greatest, possibly the greatest angle of all time. Uh, yes. You know, the greatest main event buildup of all time. So I will give it that. Awesome. It does have that over over four, but I mean, like, holy god, like it's just. What about Rude beating the Warrior? That's, That's a kind of good moment. Yeah. yeah, that was that was a good one too. Yeah, I will say. I mean, that was that was the one thing where at least that woke up the crowd a little bit. But I mean, mm-hmm. like. Everything before that, I mean, like, oh my god, like just ugh, brutal Haku Hercules match, and yeah, DBRC having double disqualification or double uh. count. The problem I have with that is that I just I think there's moments on this on five that um kind of keep it off. That it's there's okay. just something about this show that even though it's in the cocaine and the it's all the better bullshit, than four, it's better than four. <sighs> I don't know. There's just something about it. It's not like it's it's almost how like six is good even though the match quality sucks yeah it's like uh-huh. this is acceptable to me because like yeah. in the midst of the whole rude and warrior you have bobby coming out later to go lose to the red rooster <laughs> yeah. with the brooklyn brawler what's on the top brawler of, yeah. doing jess yeah what's coming the brooklyn brawler the doing there jess there's just kind of like there's like a synergy or something yeah, like it's keeping okay this me. above the Death Valley level to me. I yeah. don't know. I feel like it had potential if it had been in an actual wrestling arena and not <laughs> Trump Plaza. You yeah, know, yeah. like it might have worked. But I mean, you know, just listening to my own argument now, I can I can see where it's at least better than four. So I it will, is right. Yeah, yeah. Four just said nothing going on for it. Four, yeah, four was bad. Can we agree that two is going in? I mean, I feel like nothing's knocking two out of this. Oh yeah, no. Two, yeah, two I sure. think it can go in. Um, okay. but I think you're in for a world of hurt about nine, Joe. I mm-hmm. don't understand I how it could not make it into the other two spots. I can deal with that, Quinn. Okay. Because... Wait, 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 wait. I mean, I would say that you know nine is better than two, but that's like saying that this pile of horse shit I stepped in is marginally better than this pile of dog shit I stepped in. I, yeah, I, I really don't think that anything's knocking nine out of the... No. Yeah, no. Come on, I don't... Unfortunately, I don't think so either, but let me just get... Let's put two in there formally. You're like Vince McMahon trying to push Roman Reigns on everybody here with this. Right. Hey, Roman Reigns is a fantastic professional wrestler. For number two, WrestleMania two, and it is a number two. Die, die, die. All right, that's in now. All right, so... Okay, officially. We have four... 9, 13, 15, and 27. That is so far what's on the table. 
Don't forget about 33, but no, I'm just kidding. Last year was, I mean, yeah. it wasn't good, but yeah. it was okay. Yeah. This I'll year concede, will be, yeah. this year will be better than last it year. It will have to be sure. by default. Yeah, it yeah. will. And hopefully Roman just beats Brock. I'll be yeah. cheering for Roman. <laughs> Whatever. What I want to know is uh, WrestleMania 4, WrestleMania 9. I'm going to go with the old ones. WrestleMania 4 or WrestleMania 9, guys? Which one nine. is the act? Nine. Is going into Death Valley. It has to. You think four? How is four better than nine? Because four at least at the end has the the memorable Miss Elizabeth on Randy Savage crying and all this shit. And the build is good. It's it's better or it's better than nine. It it is. It just is. It's a watchable show. You go home sad at the end of nine. Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't even know how you have a discussion of that death value of terrible <laughs> WrestleManias and be like, oh man, maybe we should leave nine off. Uh, like, what? What? what are you smoking? <laughs> what are you smoking, man? If I might quote me and Gene. Just for that quote alone, I'll put it in. Okay. I need to make a personal apology here to our very <laughs> good friend of the show. Giant Gonzalez uses chloroform. Come on. Yeah. Who? Do I have to draw you a picture here? Who booked that Eddie Graham. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pablo Melons, I am sorry. I tried my best, but there's no way I'm winning this fight. Sadly, under duress for number three. <laughs> WrestleMania 9. Come on, let me hear you say it. There it is. Die, WrestleMania die. Die. There it is. There it is. There it is. So can we talk about how 15 is a pile of shit? Yeah. yeah, bro. I didn't think that this would make it, but Scott, you made a very convincing case. I, to I never liked it personally. I, I liked it when I first saw it, but I was very drunk at the time, I will say. So. <laughs> that era, full, the fully loaded era. <laughs> the fully loaded era. Boy, those were different times, let me tell you. <laughs> I gotta say, though, we gotta examine 13 again, because, man, I can't... That That's one of those shows I just... I watch the one match and I turn it off. Yeah, like, Quinn, it's so bad. What match do you watch at 15? Right. You know what I Fair mean? Fair enough. That's the only reason but I can does, give it a pass. I guess my point is, is like... Does them all being like bad make a cohesive show more so than a show that you just take a match and watch it on its own? Like what? What is worse? I I don't. I'm serious. Like I I, I don't know. I think 15 is actually worse. I really do. Okay. I feel like 15 is the the apex of Vince Russo's terribleness. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the point where it's just like he was he was mac he was he was the most burned out i mean like he had he had everything on him and you could tell he was running out of ideas and just like given like like a bag of cocaine like uh the story i like i, I like him to the story of no holes barred the movie from 1989 with you know <laughs> your favorite zeus yes uh, well where, your favorite where they were a month away from from production and vince mcmahon and hulk hogan went into a hotel room in in connecticut with a bag of cocaine and rewrote the script yeah, uh, right. a month before the shooting started, right? That's what I feel like WrestleMania 15 was, bro. Right, it was like like somebody gave Vince Russo like a, a case of Red Bull, <laughs> and then locked him away with uh, you know, <laughs> with, with with Pat Patterson in the Stooges, and and like just told him to do whatever comes to mind, bro. What if I put the Intercontinental Title on Billy Gunn, bro? But see, yeah, you forget exactly. one one detail, guys. What? It would have been by Vince's pool, and then there would have been some stupid joke where he gets thrown in the pool, and Vince laments <laughs> about how he's such, he's so down to earth. God damn, pal! Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, and then Conrad Thompson can come in and say, "Come yeah. in by the time you're sitting in Vince's pool," <laughs> and and then Bruce Prichard refutes everything because he was there, and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. 
It was all his idea, except for the bad ideas. Those except the for the bad ones. ideas, exactly. Only the good ones. Uh, I'm with you, Scott. I mean, 15 is... I've always said on our show that 1998 Vince Russo and WWF in general, up until around the fall, around Survivor Series... Survi- I thought SummerSlam was your cutoff, and you think Survivor is, Series is like a sort of recovery, It's like the one right? last gasp, yeah. but around SummerSlam, it was still like classic WWF booking, but with a modern twist. But 1999... Even though I watched every hour of it, every minute Great, of I it, did. me too. No, okay, okay. Have you tried to watch any of those shows today? No, it's hard. That, no, because and- I have tried. I'm a professional reviewer, and <laughs> I, I, I tried to watch the first episode of SmackDown. Ugh. When I was doing a review of it, oh my god! Yeah. How did how did people like this? Like I, I, don't I know. just. I, all these, all these people out there who are like, you know, white knighting for the Attitude Era these days, like, fuck you, you don't even know, like, were you even watching this stuff at the time? <laughs> Scott, I said this on this show about 1999 once, and it's an era that probably all of us watched every second of. Yeah. But it's such a clusterfuck that I cannot keep track of every anything yeah. that anything that happened because oh, yeah. there was just so much like corporate ministry and shit. Like I can't, I don't even know what the hell I watched that year anymore. That's that's why 1999 is so terrible. It, like it killed my wrestling brain. Like you know, I know, man. So with that said, are we agreed on 15? Is that really going to be it? It's worse than 13. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, the one match does save it. What Brett about Austin? I mean, come on, man. Do we put in four? No. But so, I think 15 is worse than 4 somehow. 15 is worse than 4. 4 Scott? is charming. Scott? Four, ha- 4 has nostalgic value, I will say. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. So it's 15 or 27. Right. Uh, that 27 wasn't good either. It wasn't, but I'm going to go 15 because... It wasn't good, but I, I don't hate it with the fire of a thousand suns like I do Vince Russo's uh, Opus. Yeah. Mag- so, yeah. yeah, no, I know. Even his yeah. Magnum Opus. And I got to say, opus, like... Yes. There is, Mr. Holland's opus. There is a bit of a charm that John Cena gets one up by the Miz. No matter what yeah, you it's think like of funny. it, like it's there, just, there, there it's is a kind John of Cena's charm canon. there. And the fact that to this day the Miz can say, I yeah. won in the main event at WrestleMania. <laughs> That's true. That is kind of cool. It's in his canon. Yeah. The guy from Real Real World beat right. John Cena. And it was in the main event. Yeah. He was the world heavyweight champion. He really yeah. was. Mizanin was the heavyweight <sighs> champion of the world. He beat John Cena. He beat John Cena in the main event. Successfully defended his title. By the way, we haven't mentioned yet at this freaking Georgia Dome of all places. <laughs> right? Wow. Wasn't that one of the Georgia Dome? Was it? I think it was, yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. I think it was, yeah. Wow. I'm on board for 15. I'm me too. I can't believe I'm saying it. I didn't think this would it's be. not good. I didn't think this would play out this way, but. Doesn't I, it have Sable versus Giant Gonzalez Tory? <laughs> Body suit Tory. <laughs> oh, that. Yes. Yes. Mm. <laughs> That's that right. Yeah, get it out of here. Yes, yeah, there you go. Scott, are you okay with putting fifteen on as number four? Yeah, of course. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn, I hate Vince yeah. Russo. Let's do it. You hate Vince? I say I'm not. I, I, I don't hate him. But there's a middle ground with liking a, and, def- and hating. There Vince is. Russo. There's a middle ground, but I I get it. Ninety nine yeah. Vince Russo. No, I don't like. Yeah, pre that he's not bad. Pre that he's okay. He had some good ideas. Yeah, he did something at least. Right. Vince must have employed him for a reason. Yeah, we're middle of the road Russo supporters. Yeah, like, he's not, not great. We're, he's not great, but he's not the worst thing that ever happened either. No, I mean you can make the same case for Dave Meltzer I'm, as far as I'm worst so, things I'm, that happened. I'm so very disappointed, you too. <laughs> for number four, <laughs> WrestleMania 15, booked by Vince Russo. Bro, bro, bro. That is our Death Valley of WrestleManias, folks. We have. Here it is. Listen up, because this matters. WrestleMania 11, 
WrestleMania 2. I hate to say it, but WrestleMania 9. I'm sorry. Bad. I'm it's sorry. Horrible. And WrestleMania 15. That is our Death Valley WrestleMania. And we want to thank, of course, Scott Keith for contributing. Quinn and I will be back on Monday for the WrestleMania Recovery Show. It's sure to be a great time. Yep. And in the meantime, you can reach us on Twitter at OVP Podcast. You can also email us at OVPPodcast at gmail.com. Join the group at Facebook. You can just search for our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast. And if you just need anything else, just go to OVPPodcast.com. In the meantime, you can find Scott Keith at Blogadoom.com and apparently also Ransylvania.com. Yes. And until next time, have a good WrestleMania. We will see you the day after for our live reaction with our good friend Donnie Rizzo. We want to thank our good friend Scott Keith for joining us on the Rushmore and Death Valley of WrestleMania. Ooh. Until next time, I am Joe Morata. That's Michael Quinn. And this is Scott Keith saying so long. See ya. Fuckers yourself. Doink. The countdown has begun, brother, for WrestleMania 9. This is when you got to step into the ring with Crush. You put me out, brother. You put me in the hospital, bro. You gave me a concussion, which almost ended my career. But, brother, you did not get the job done. At WrestleMania 9, the world is going to experience a new crush with a rage, brother, which is going to explode just like a volcano. WrestleMania number 9 is coming, brother. And crush is going to be ready, doing WrestleMania number 9. What a great illusion! illusion.